welcome to episode 87 of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ian. Uh, why'd you jump? It looked like, did, I, did I scare you? Did I come out? No. You, you like jumped a little no, bit. No, I was after. like leaning away from the microphone, so when I came in- Oh, you were like, like, oh shit, I got to talk real Exactly. Quick. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on the air. <laughs> Ian, jumped in. Ian's like nodding off out of the, over there. <laughs> I might be. I startled him and woke him up. Are you kidding? I'm generally asleep through all of our shows. Pretty much. It would explain a lot. Yeah, <laughs> As always, any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at lifeandjollpodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter at L-I-G-Pod. We're also on Facebook, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, have you checked out our YouTube channel yet? As yeah, you, I'm as a subscriber. You, as you yawn. I'm going to start yawning. You, you made me stop, actually. I caught my yawn. But, uh, uh, check us out on Spotify also. Yes. I, We've been getting a lot of plays off Spotify lately, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, I am a subscriber of our YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, I hit the bells, and I always, I was hitting the likes. I haven't done it in a while because of yeah, the episodes. But, you're, um, but I hit the bell. You so. don't even you don't you don't even share our episodes on. I uh, like no, take that back because the last like five episodes I've done it. No, you did. No. Yes, the I last, have. I know you did the last one and the one before that, and at least the one before that. <sighs> I know I've been I've been trying to keep up with it. I've done, you, I've done like eighty six episodes yeah, well, in a row. So. Yeah, it's fine, but I'm trying to make an effort here. <laughs> Nice effort, Ian. It's an effort Good. for what it's worth. Hey, look, I'm I'm putting a real effort in for this episode. I am coming in with something very special. No notes. No notes, and I didn't even know what the fuck we were talking about until yeah. I got here. <laughs> I am really bringing it today. People, he kills me. Every I'm trying. Day. I'm really trying. So, so what is our topic today? I don't know, man. What else is going on? But, uh, uh, let's see. Nothing. Nothing. Ian absolutely. does absolutely nothing. That's. Uh, I work. Yeah. I try to sleep. You been watching anything? Is anything interesting you been watching lately? Uh, I finished the second season of Mindhunter, which is really good. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever actually watched it. It's good. It's. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of loosely based on reality or on factual. They, a lot of true crime stuff is in it. Yeah. Uh, but the scenario around it is fictionalized. Gotcha. Um. But it's really good. It's a fantastic show. Uh, what else? I did watch something else recently. I watched uh, Devil at the Crossroads. Um, oh, did you watch that? Yeah, documentary on uh, Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, How was well, it? Well, more on the myth of Robert Johnson. It was short. It was only 48 minutes long. Uh-huh. Um, but they interview his grandson and um, kind of delve into- The devil? The urban ma- myth of what happened, you know. Uh, they made a deal with the devil for his They made a deal. Well, yep. Yeah. Uh, and he really didn't have a very happy life. It doesn't seem like he did. No, no. it ended very. He 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 was poisoned by a jealous husband. Yes, that's crazy. And and he was at the near the end of his career and his life. He was he had kind of given up. He started drinking a lot and started just sleeping around, yeah. which he wasn't like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a jealous husband who poisoned him. Nice. I, I was just reaching. I was just watching a uh, documentary on. Coltrane, not too long. Oh, but really? I, I haven't made it all the way through it. I probably watched half an hour of it. Um, but uh, it, it's interesting because it kind of goes through all of his like, heroin use and all that stuff, too. Okay. But, yeah. um, I think there's a lot of those kind of documentaries coming out lately. Yeah. I, I've always enjoyed that kind of stuff. You know, even when, like, Beach One Behind the Music, I, 
I used to like watching that, even if it was bands I didn't really like. Or do whatever. they still do that? Is, no, does no. VH1 even exist anymore? It's still, yeah, it's like MTV. It does, it's got shows on it. it. Doesn't do music. Reality shows? Yes, which is a very clever segue <laughs> into what we're discussing today, I suppose. So we're gonna be talking a little, uh, a little reality TV today. Yeah, just I don't know. Are we gonna delve into our, just our personal opinions of it? Or? Yeah, that's kind of okay. It's, I mean, what else is there? We, what, what else can we really it talk stinks. about? It stinks. <laughs> All right, the guys, that's, that's the episode. That, uh, yeah. I mean, some of you might catch the, the reference that I made there. The Critic. John Lovett's oh, the animated show. Shit, Ian, I didn't even catch it. Wow. You're either losing it or you suck. I, well, that show hasn't been on like, I don't know, 20, 20 years. years. Yeah. But it's a good show. So, I, I guess, like, if you look at, like, reality TV has been around for a long time. Yeah. Even like back in the forties with like candid camera and things like that. I guess it really wasn't well, like candid camera was sixties, forties. The televisions weren't even around in the forties. It started in the forties. Huh? They must've broadcast it in theaters then. It's like little segments or something. I mean, well, but Saturday like, afternoons, you went to the theater and you carried were there all day. Yeah. So. so it was like the first like reality kind of program. At right. Least. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and then, uh, it, it kind of morphed into variety, like variety shows. That and like game shows and stuff too, yeah. like newlywed game. It had like yeah. a, a game show aspect of it. It also had like the dirty little. Well, it still does. I mean, The Bachelor is a prize show. Yeah. If you, I mean, if you break it down to it's, it's the person is the prize. But... Well, yeah. I mean, it is. People, the, are, people are competing for the dating, her love. The dating game was the kind of the right. same, yeah, kind it's of the same concept. I mean, the being chosen is the is the prize and you know you are competing with other other people yeah to get to that point so i guess in some cases well i mean american idol dancing with the stars these are all really essentially game shows at their core pretty much you know the only when you get into like reality shows i guess like real housewives real housewives and um you know the honey boo boo thing and all that stuff that that's i guess that's more what I would classify as reality shows, the uh, Osbournes even. By the way, the first episode of Candid Camera was August 10th, 1948. And it was was it broadcast on television? Because um, I didn't even think televisions were really hitting the market until the, mid, to the early to mid-50s. That it doesn't say. It says 1940s American comedy television series. Uh-huh. We have to look more into that, I think, because I... I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, people, rich people may have had TVs then, but there really wouldn't have been enough of a market for, for actual broadcast of anything. No. It's hard to say. Late 40s. I mean, there probably there obviously wasn't a whole lot. Out. No. I mean, we were pretty much still just fresh out of the Depression at that yeah. point because the war just ended. But, uh, yeah, you know, it kind of evolved through the 70s and all the way up to the, like, uh, the real world kind of really changed everything. And that was what ninety two, right. and I guess that. yeah, Real World was was definitely I would classify as a reality show. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, more so than say like The Bachelor, because I I see now well, that we've bas- mentioned Bachelor it, is I also. see it is, but I see it more as because there's a competition element to it. I kind of see it more as a game show, but like I said, Real World. But it's not a game show. But it's a it's, a, it's the match game, or not the match game, but it's like the uh, the dating game. Yeah, but, but it's, that's a game show. I mean, those are those were game shows. But there's there's really no like prize you're winning in the bachelor. Well, there, no, there there wasn't. You just got a date with a with a 
girl on That's the true. dating game. Yeah. It was just a date. The Bachelor, you're they're hooking up for they are theoretically to have a relationship. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the Bachelorette, well, like I was saying, I guess the 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 difference or the differentiating to differentiate for in my mind would be like the Bachelor and shows like that, American Idol and all that would be more game show esque, whereas the reality shows would be like Real Housewives or the Osbournes yeah. or Real World. I think it all kind of is, it all falls under it's reality still kinda, TV. It is, yeah, like an umbrella of reality TV. but Because even a lot of those- Because it's real people. Even if, you, even if you look like Storage Wars and things like that, those are all kind of like a game show kind of feeling also. And it- uh, I wonder if I, I don't necessarily agree not I definitely don't don't agree with the game show quality, but to say that they're reality shows because maybe there's a level of highbrow to it that isn't necessarily present in most other reality shows. In what? And say like a Storage Wars or a MythBusters or something. Yeah, like but that. There, it's a lot of because they're almost documentary in in nature, whereas. In a sense. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, that's like saying Ghost Adventures is a fucking reality show. Because Storage Wars was the show they got in trouble for staging episodes also. True, like, true. But that's, Put things in the in the lockers for the people to find. And, right. But that aside, how it's, you know, before that where it's perceived to be. Yeah. You know. Because um, like I said, otherwise you can classify Ghost Adventures as a reality show. And I I wouldn't. I don't even know what it is. It's the bunch of guys going around chasing ghosts with the equipment, getting EVPs, and I watch it. I watch it all the time. Actually, it's fun to watch, but it's not reality at all. I, I can't. Is it scripted? Because that's kind of. It seems because, like it. Because it seems the, like it, but it's not. No, it's not intended. Because be. that's because that's uh, from what I read about it or what I read about it. It was like that's kind of like the main dif- differentiator bec- right. between. Reality TV and regular TV is reality TV is non-scripted. Yeah, but there, so there's been all these not, stories that come out that say all these reality shows are scripted to some degree. They're not scripted. They're directed. guided. They're yeah, guided is probably a better a better yeah. term. They're edited in certain ways. They're you're told, hey, we'll go ahead and say this or this is shown, and other aspects of a conversation aren't shown. It, mm. It's crafted. Okay, but it's still not. It's not scripted. Right. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's a fair. I guess that's fair to say. I guess I, I never, up until today, the, starting this discussion, I had never even equated the game show element to it. But once no? I said that, I can't get that out of my head. Yeah, you know, from the you know a lot of these shows, not necessarily like Storage Wars, but like The Bachelor, um, American Idol, Dancing with the Stars, The Voice. Because there's there there's prize there's there's yeah. competition and a prize. You're watching the competition. I I would say it's it's a it's a it's a, a blurred com, line, a, a combination of the two. Okay, that it's that, a reality yeah. show with a game show aspect. Okay, a blurred line for sure. Because especially if you like if you watch American Idol, there's always like yeah people are getting up there singing, but there's always like the one guy they'll show on the side and they'll show his like backstory and give you context. I thought why. they did that with all of like the no, top the no. top people. No, no, because even some of the people that they show like all the backstory to, they don't make it very far. So I mean, it's uh, just. Hmm. Well, and I know they do that with so like, bringing, the voice and all that. Yeah, too, yeah, right? they're kind of bringing a, a a dramatic element to yes, it. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah, I never, I never liked that stuff. No, but but if you think about it, for like most of our, obviously most of our, well, I wouldn't say most of it because reality TV has been a, the vast been a majority of the, of the last half of our lives. Yeah. But for the first half of our lives, and for most of the time before that, uh, you know, television was not not only a source of entertainment. It was also like a, there was also an educational element, yeah, an to, informational side yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and. You know, the shows were funny and interesting, but more times than not, there was some kind of educational quality to it also. Mm-hmm. And I, I, that's what you, you've really lost with all this. And, and not only is, is it programming, it's also the networks themselves. If you think about it, early 90s or late 80s, uh, what was on the Learning Channel? What was on History Channel? What was on Discovery? <laughs> I know, I was... Animal Planet, Home and Garden. These are all like... These shows started, these networks started with programming that was educational. Educational, yes, absolutely. And now they're completely morphed into yeah. well, that's what I was the, say. Real the, history, of, the Real Housewives of the Ice Truckers. Or right. <laughs> <laughs> the History Channel is the network that broadcasts Ancient Aliens. What's that? That's the show about where these people have evidence that. We were like seeded by aliens, or aliens have visited Earth. Oh, really? For for you know the vast majority of our human existence, you know the pyramids were built by aliens. That kind of stuff. It's a show on the History Channel. Yeah, that's. I that's, mean, that's, that's uh, just that's, to prove your point. Yeah, where it's, exactly. What it's morphed into. Uh, BS. The Learning Channel. I don't. I think the most educational thing you'll find on the Learning Channel would be some of their like home improvement stuff. Uh huh. Other than that, it's going to be all like, well, didn't they have Honey? Uh, well, I think Honey, Honey Boo Boo was, was the on there. Uh, it's a small world or anything. What it was about the because the, lear- the the Learning Channel is TLC, right? I don't even think they go by the Learning Channel anymore. By the way, right now on History Channel, Axeman is Axeman is on. I don't know what that is. It's a show about the lumber the lumberjack people. Uh, I was trying to find uh, TLC to see what was on TLC, but. Um, I'm sure it's all the same guy kind of right. garbage. Bushmen of the something or other. There's a show like that. I think that's on Discovery. I think if you want educational, there is a, the uh, Discovery Network has the Discovery Science Channel. So is there? I think that would still kind of classify or qualify as educational, but it's not part of every package. You have to actually add it to your package. But look at this. So you'd think a channel called DIY would have what on it? Do it yourself. Do it yourself kind of programs. The program, the show that's on there right now, Insane Pools off the deep end. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I watched that. There's uh HGTV has flipper flop for the next 17 and a half hours. Well, that's, the, yeah, the but cook, that's HGTV. The cooking channel has, well, I mean, the cooking channel has man versus food. But there's cooking. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just... I'm just pointing out how in the in the minds of these executives they could probably get away with it. Oh yeah, yeah. So after Axeman is uh, Mountain Men on History yeah. Channel, yeah, and then Knife or Death. Well, that's on for a little while, and then it goes into some paid programming in the, in the morning, right? And and it's funny because the Discovery Channel is is like the big one because they have like other extension networks like Discovery Science, uh-huh. and the one that I know most people watch is ID, which is Investigation Discovery. And it's all just true crime. Oh, is it? All true crime. I don't think I've ever seen it. Uh, Ooh. Sorry to interrupt you real quick. Yeah. T- 
take a wild guess on what's on the learning channel right now. Right now. Right now. Is I know, it? I know it's really asking. Like I know it could be anything. Could uh, be anything. Is it? I would say, is it Real Housewives or Honey Boo Boo adjacent? Oh no no, it's medically related. Ooh. Yeah. Is it about plastic surgery? No, it's not. Oh. It's Doctor Pimple Popper. Oh. That is fucking. It is. Disgusting. That is actually. She does a lot of plastic surgery. Stuff, oh, really? Think, I've, yeah. never, I've never seen it. I've never watched it either, but I think that's... Oh, and the next Because otherwise, is... it's just a half-hour show of her pimp- popping pimples. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I know. She started as a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. She, she, she had a YouTube channel where she basically just videotaped herself, like, opening cysts and shit. So after Dr. Pimple Popper is untold stories of the ER. Ooh. Must be some, like... Sex in the recess bays or something. <laughs> well, I don't think that happens. Brides, grooms, and the emergency rooms. Yeah. What was the network that had Bridezilla on it? I'm not sure. I think it was the Learning Channel. It probably was. It I sounds like it, something they show. Yeah. But you know, a, a lot of it's kind of turned into this like unscripted trash. Yeah, exactly. That, that they pass off as reality. Right. Because like you know HGTV, that's Home and Garden TV. You know what they va- the, the vast majority of their shows are property hunting yeah it's all it is yeah. there might be some renovation involved mm-hmm. but for the most part especially their nighttime say say six to eleven uh at night is all going to be like beach hunters and uh bargain hunters you know mm-hmm. it's all house hunting it's all property buying yeah not property renovating but property buying and what i really like i don't like is it's just it's ironic to me but um, beach hunters. A lot of the houses that they they've shown, because uh-huh. I've watched a lot of these episodes, not through my choice, but I've watched them. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, seriously. <laughs> um, I've been in, in the Bahamas, and these houses that these people have bought are like the bargain ones are like four hundred thousand yeah. uh-huh. dollars. And you know the hurricane just came through, wiped them all out. They're all gone. I just I keep watching those the video, and I and I my heart goes out to the people of the Bahamas. Of course, I mean that's it's tragic, but I, when I'm watching it because of HGTV, all I can do is say, I wonder if I've seen that house on HGTV before. It's probably so overly insured. I mean, oh, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But I, you know, it is. So they'll probably walk away from that four hundred thousand dollar home with seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of money in their pocket. Yeah. Right, and that's just the people who can afford it because it's. We were talking about that at work the other last night or this morning. Mm-hmm. It was yesterday morning, you know, I guess, um, about the Bahamas. And not to get off the subject, but oh, that's, you know, that's what we do like, here. I know. Uh, <laughs> Chase said that it's like, man, it's gonna be impossible to rebuild because I mean, you can't get dumpsters in there. I mean, it's an island and it's flooded. I said the hotels will be fine. I don't know. They'll, they'll, but they have the insurance money. Yeah. They have the resources. They'll get them fixed. The rest of the uh, the rest of the place is going to be a hovel for be... the for the next twenty five years. Just ask Puerto Rico. Exactly. Exactly. It's just it's sad, but and that's why I said I don't know because I don't think any of the hotels or anything has, have come back in Puerto Rico, have they? I don't know. I know there's some areas of Puerto Rico that are doing well. Yeah. But relatively speaking, compared to the rest of the the yeah. island. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, if only they would like join another country and like be part of another country. Oh wait a so minute! So they could like ha- get the resources so, from yeah, that other yeah, country. Yeah. Hmm. Huh? No, it's kind of a novel idea. You know, 
America would be a good country. To maybe do that maybe way. the U.S. should buy it, just like you know, because just like we bought Greenland, you know, it's uh, you know, now that you mention that, I think we own Puerto Rico because the president offered. No. To, he, I think he offered to trade Puerto Rico for Greenland. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. He did. Though. He did actually. Are you do that. He swear to God, he did that. <laughs> he said, "Well, he threw it in there as like a, as a matter of fact. It's like, hell, we'll even we'll even throw Puerto Rico in the deal, oh, great. or something like that, <laughs> something hilarious. to that effect." Um, but kind of back to the topic, though, it, like TLC and MTV, they, they might be like the biggest offenders, right? To their to the original to, intent of, of their, their networks, of their networks, yeah, absolutely. Because both of them have turned into freak shows. I mean, if, if I you have turn not, on MTV, it's I a see. fucking freak show. I have not watched MTV since probably the early early two thousands. The last time I watched MTV was probably when I was living with you and Mandy. Yeah. Um. And that would have—I moved out in 2004, and it probably would have even been before that. And it was real world and road world, road rules. I've always had trouble. Yeah. <laughs> real world, road world. <laughs> it was their challenges yeah. that they would do. We had that, it's called the challenge now. It's but, just called the challenge. Yeah. Um, that's a lot easier to say. It's not such a mouthful, at least for me anyway. <laughs> um, well, road rules was only around for a couple of seasons, so. right? But the 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 challenge between the two lasted longer than that, didn't it? I don't know. Anyway, um, well, yeah, that was, I mean, they're still they're on the like thirty fourth season right now, right? So, but that was the last time I watched MTV, and at that point, it was already far removed from what it was originally. Oh yeah, I don't think they were playing music on it then. Maybe from no, like they, three to seven in the morning or something. They like have that. MTV Classic now for that. Really? Yeah, that's an actual network. Mm-hmm. I don't think I get that. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it either. But uh, I would watch I know, that. I, I know it's available on some of the streaming on like. Um, I guess you have to look and see. DirecTV has like their streaming service. Okay. Yeah. I know MTV Classic is, is see, part of it. I would watch that. Yeah. Because that's what MTV was supposed to be. Yeah. And music videos. But of course, like, no, I, I people still make music videos. Yeah. And just, I, there's no reason they couldn't put new ones on no, there. No, you just have to go on like Apple Music and watch them because that's where all the music videos are on. There. Or just go on YouTube and type in that artist. Yeah, they, they post them on YouTube. That's all true. The time. That's true. Because yeah, you're right. Artists are still making videos. Mm-hmm. They're they're not to the. I don't think they're to the same caliber as they were in the 80s and 90s. Probably not. Because those, or even those had 2000s. money. They had money behind them. You can accomplish a lot more for a lot less now. Yeah. Because of the technology, but I think there's just, you know, I don't know. There's, I've watched a lot of. Uh, for instance, I just watched because um, this is the 15th anniversary of American Idiot, uh-huh. and the the. Uh, Facebook, you keep getting a link to watch the music video for the song "American Idiot." So I watched two thousand four. Yeah, wow, fifteen years. Can you believe it? Um, then I watched it. And I'm like, for a high quality video, it's kind of eh. Oh, really? Just a video, yeah. And it's it's good. It's Green Day. Yeah. Um, and green paint. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's I mean it's like eh. It doesn't. It doesn't hold up the basket case, or yeah. you know, even even which came later. Um, oh, love! I don't know why I like that video. There's a lot of um, I don't know if half I've naked ever women seen in it. The video for Oh Love. Watch the unedited version because there's actually tits in it. Oh, sweet! Yeah, <laughs> not a lot. Just a few couple couple <laughs> shots of tits. Um, but it's a band just basically surrounded by supermodels. Huh? And maybe like I have they take seen turns that. playing and like. Just drinking and ch- chatting with supermodels. Yeah, I've seen that. It's just and for me that's that's quality, I guess. <laughs> it works for me. Um, and I, I guess probably the number one reason that these shows have become as popular as they are 
It's because they're relatively inexpensive to make. Yeah. Well, that's the biggest thing. And there's there's no shortage of people lining up to, to get on these shows for, um, for little or no money, but just to get the fan, the the stardom. Yeah. It, uh, and people watch it. That's that's where the I don't understand. I I get, I get the cheapness of making it. The the the, the economy of making not it. Not only cheap. I don't it's get, like, I don't get why they appeal to. It's people. almost dirt cheap. Yeah, I and mean, I, I don't get why it appeals to people because it works. Well, I for think, what it's worth, it I, works. Well, because it's kind of it's it's mainly like the lowbrow content, over sexual sexualization. Um, it kind of goes to like the lowest common denominator of America. Yeah, but we all know people who love these shows. I, mean, I know, and I've about. I've watched a lot of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not again. Not willingly. Just well, some of them willingly. But I've, I don't think I've ever watched one of these shows willingly, other than maybe Real World. I probably watched that willingly. I mean, I, I think I watched like the first couple of seasons of American Idol. Uh, maybe, I mean, I never watched probably that. more so because it was on. I would say, but I never willingly went into it. But there were a couple seasons of American Idol that I've watched, and I was, I guess, I got hooked into it because I started not necessarily enjoying it, but following the following stories, it, yeah. yeah, being aware of who yeah. these people were, um, like Survivor. I, I, I never mean, watched. I watched Survivor. the first. I know I watched the first season of Survivor. Yeah. Big Brother. I've never watched. Uh, I watched the first dozen or so of seasons of uh, The Real World. Yeah, I only watched two. I think it was only two seasons I watched: Vegas and New Orleans. Uh, you know the Real World Road Rules Challenge. I watched uh, maybe I watched one. Those. I think there was one season that I watched in full. Um, yeah, I could probably and like I said, American Idol was probably in the first three or four seasons yeah. I could really tolerate. Uh, Last Comic Standing was awesome. See, that would be a show that. that I would like. There's a, there was also one on the Sci Fi Channel where it was a competition ish kind of thing for makeup artists. I forgot uh-huh. what it was called. Um, but that that would have been interesting to watch. But I, it was always on when I was at work, so yeah. I never got to watch it. And this was in the days before, or just starting with DVR and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I know I used to watch. We I used to watch Hell's Kitchen. See the cooking shows. I I have to admit, full full on. I love the cooking shows. So, well, those are reality shows. I know. I know they are. Um, Top Chef. That's a see for me. It's uh, I like Chopped. Yeah. Chopped freaks me out a little bit because the their mixture of ingredients is off the chart crazy sometimes um but as a competition uh guys grocery games is like my favorite show ever i swear to god i love that show it's not it's it's a cooking competition but he he has the grocery store there so they have to use what he has available yeah i've seen the show um but it is it's you get four chefs at the end of the show there's one chef it's it's a you know at the end of the episode, there's one show. Reality TV. Yeah, it's but it's cooking, and, and for what it's worth, it is a competition. I I like the cooking shows. I like seeing what these people come up with with cooking. Cooking. There was one that I watched. I don't know what year this was, but it's called Joe Millionaire. Oh right? yes, and it was that was a it, big. It, that made a big stink around people for for a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, because it was a reality show, but it was a. It's classified as a spoof reality show. Well, that's the, not how they build it to when it was coming out. No. Because they took this guy, and he's like a normal-looking guy. He's kind of like overweight, just average kind of looking guy. And they tricked all the female contestants into thinking he was a millionaire. millionaire. Yep. Uh, so I so it was like just hilarious kind of watching them go through this whole thing. Right. There's another one in the UK. Um, I've never actually seen it, but I've read about it. It's called Space Cadets. 
And uh, they, they take these people and they make them think that they're in a competition to, to go to space. To go to space. But obviously the title of the show is Space Cadets. You know, like right. Like, you're like loopy. You're, yeah. you're fruity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're a dumbass. Yeah. Uh, so they. Uh, so the, I guess they do end up taking them to Russia at some point. But it's like it's they. So everyone thinks they're going to Russia. To train to, go to, to train uh, to train as cosmonauts, huh? And they even build it as they build it the 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 season as the biggest prank in television history. You can only get away with that for like one season, though, right? But this is kind of the the, the interesting thing about it is, so they build it as the biggest prank in television history. But is it the prank? Is it the biggest prank on the contestants or the viewer or the viewer? I guess I it depends kind of on when when the viewer is aware that it's not real, or do all the contestants know it's not real and the prank is on the viewer? Oh, right, because it doesn't matter when the viewer knows that because if the contestants knew it, it the prank is on them. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, I I have a soft spot for British quiz shows. Yeah, which I guess could be classified as reality television. I guess yeah, I I think like. All game shows fall under that right. umbrella. Because I, I mean, the ones, the one specifically that I like the most, it's uh, well, there's there's a show in Britain. It's called Countdown. It's a quiz show that has been around for like forty years or fifty years or some some long forever time. Uh-huh. And it's um, the premise is there's two contestants and there's a numbers game and a words game. So wherever they start, start with the words. You get pick of nine letters just vowel or or consonant and you get those you say i want a vowel i want a consonant up till nine and then you have to pick you have to try and make a word out of it and whoever has the word with the largest so it's um, scrabble it's essentially scrabble because you get whoever has the longest word the word with the most letters in it gets the points for that okay and then the numbers game is you get uh five picks you get high 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 numbers or low numbers and then there's a randomizer, which picks a number, and then you have to do the math to use the numbers that were picked to reach that number. Really? Yeah. It's it's highbrow. It's, it's highbrow. I can't do it. Interesting. It's it's a struggle for to do it, but it's a very highbrow show. This mm-hmm. is like what the British people have been watching for, like I said, Ever, 50, yeah. 50 years. Well, there's this other show called Eight Out of Ten Cats, <laughs> which is kind of like it's a bit more variety. So it's comedians and they just make fun of um, like statistics stuff. Yeah. Well, they combine the shows and on a completely different network. Eight out of ten cats does countdown, so it's those comedians, but they're doing countdown, and it's two people against it's two. It's a team huh. of two. That's interesting. And that's the show I love. I I love that fucking show. It's hilarious because it's like I said, it's all fucking comedians. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just have a soft spot for that. They still have to take this seriously. They there's no prize or anything at the end. No, like there is in the original countdown. Mm-hmm. But you know they still have to try and make match the numbers. They still have to get the letters, and <coughs> it's 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 a funny show. But I mean, as far as reality TV goes, that's where I like. You, I can honestly say that I'm hooked on that. Okay. And of course, well, the only I mean, way I can like, watch um, that is on YouTube, by the way, because it's a British show. I don't really. I mean, I, I've always liked game shows. I mean, we used to watch. 
Wheel of Fortune, all that kind of stuff growing yeah. up. And it's like I like the ones where you have like, to think. And even yeah. like who's Jeopardy, li- whose line it is anyway. We used to watch that all the time, and that's more of a performance. So I, I mean, I know it can fall under the game show category, but it's more performance art or more performance esque. Yeah, you know, because it's all improv. It's so. all improv. But yes, I agree. I we I, we love that show. Do you like it better with Drew Carey or Clive Anderson? No, Clive Anderson. Yeah, the original. I like the, the original. I mean, a lot of the same players, but. Ryan Stiles was on yeah. Clive Anderson, the uh, other bald guy. Um, actually, I think three or four of them. The guy with the glasses that looked like Buddy Holly, he was on there with Clive Anderson. Yeah. So, but anyway. Um, oh, but going back to the whole, uh, I was going to go into like how much it costs and all that stuff. Yeah. So E released, uh, well, they had an article. Is that E, like the Entertainment Network? Yeah, okay. Entertainment Network. Uh, said it. It was one of the heads of E. We're talking about this whole thing, um, about the whole reality TV like genre has how it's grown and everything. And he was talking about how it costs between a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars to produce a thirty-minute reality TV show program. Okay. So if you take that, and then you look at say Game of Thrones on HBO, which was like ten million an episode. Oh well, their last season was more than that because it was like only eight episodes, right? But it was over 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 fifteen million dollars right. for the season. Oh yeah, because it's how much they spent per episode. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it's like the, well, the, the cost. The cost comparison. Well, yeah. Look at Friends. There was each there of them. Were six were of them. They're making million dollars each, an and that's just for the to pay them. There was twenty two episodes a season, so it's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. Well, I get it. I mean, I get the I get the economics of it. I just would I've always been confused by is what's the, drawn the, people what, what the audience is finding in this. In in Honey Boo Boo? Yeah. Yeah, I don't especially a show like that. Um or like The Real Housewives. I get wanting to see drama in that shit. Well, yeah, cuz And we, I'm guilty of it too. I've I've been known to watch a few like street fight videos on YouTube myself just <laughs> Well, we used to watch The Osbournes. And and I, yeah, but I That's kind of I was invested Real Housewives ish. Kind of, but I was invested in Ozzy because I liked his music, yeah. you know. That's why I watched it. Even though it it I think it was not a good idea for them to do that mm-hmm. for his career, but you know, for what it's worth, it didn't really hurt him in the long run. But if you look at like at the height of its popularity, American Idol was producing ninety six million dollars in revenue a season at a gross profit margin of seventy seven percent. Wow, that's a lot of fucking money. And I would say American Idol is probably on the higher end of production costs too probably because of the, the staging the lighting the yeah you know all that other stuff the traveling but the other thing if you think of and this is kind of like the underside i think of or the, some of the uglier parts of reality tv if you, took, if you look at programs like american idol the voice um probably america's got talent also right these which by the way a lot of these shows started as british shows we yeah yeah uh-huh. we, i think the british Really did kind of invent in reality shows, but if you th- overall, yeah, yeah, because um, they had a, a real world kind of show yeah, before it came out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, so you get these these like talent programs. They're they're not only making money off of the advertising, product placement, all that kind of stuff for their wildly popular shows. You know, they're also signing their contestants, if you want to call them contestants, whatever they are, to long term management contracts. Uh-huh. For the rights to be on these on on the show, so 
you know, if, if you're an artist and you, oh yeah, you know, sure. I'll go on American Idol. It's all, you know, stardom. It, it's stardom, all yeah. this other stuff. Of course I'll, I'll sign this contract where you guys can, you know, basically have all my money for the first three albums I release. And you know, if you have a, an artist like Carrie Underwood who came through American Idol, I'm sure they made a shitload of money off her first right. several albums. So, Kelly Clarkson too. And of course it's going to be the artist that's going to lose out. Right, right. But of course well, they're, like gain, kinda, they're gaining stardom, I guess. If it's a it's some kind of trade off. Right. So you but what I'm saying though is you're not only you're making money off all this other stuff that's going on with these these programs, you're making money off it's a, a long-term investment into some of the artists also. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, so that number, that $96 million revenue, would I would even say isn't including the back no, end. No, no, the back end's got to be a lot higher. Right. Especially with artists like Carrie Underwood or Tech Kelly Clarkson, who yeah. have sold millions and millions of records. Yep. I mean, even some of the lesser known have sold millions. I mean, Daughtry fucking sold a million records. Yeah, I don't know. He hadn't sold any more, but and I don't know how that much first Daughtry album sold really well. And, and, but the the I, I don't think the long term. I don't think the management contracts extend very far for acts like that. So the season happens and gets done, and then they go on like a, a tour, a tour, right? And I think that after that tour is over, it's probably when all the rest of the artists are probably no longer under contractual obligation with. American Idol, but I'm sure the the winner and the runner up probably are right. Because I I, I, I I know the winner. I know the winner is right. at least it used to be. And and that goes to actual recordings. Like they yes. own the recordings. Yes, too? the first the first album for sure. Okay, because I could see giving up your first album. Anything more than that would be stupid. Yeah. I would it would just wouldn't be worth it to me as as an artist, especially in this day and age. Yeah, you know where you don't really need it. You can there's soundcloud and you know you can right right there's I mean, a lot of different can, ways you can you know, publish well you get music. that one album out they have to get paid something for it yeah of you course know, obviously so and the same with touring you may have to give a lot of your chunk a chunk of your touring but you're still making money at the end of that if if it's one album at the end of that you may be starting at a slight disadvantage over where you you know were on the first record yeah but you're still at a higher advantage than someone trying to make a career out of their fucking garage yeah so you you can put out if you're quite, if you're talented enough, you do your shitty shit for the first album, yeah. and then you save your good shit for the second album and say it's all mine. You know, mm-hmm. get a really good publishing deal on that and, and move forward. You know, and I guess outside of like the the game show based element, yeah. shows, um, you know, if you look at like the regular reality, quote unquote reality TV, the honey boo boo <clears> of the because I mean that's I mean that kind of sums up the lowest end of it i think yeah but this I, I i guess reality is a bad term for it because it's not it's like listen before we've talked about it before um uh so mandy's aunt i'm pretty i, I think we've talked about it on the show before but uh mandy's aunt was in a she got married in vegas back in 2003 and it was on gac or one of those program one of those networks Networks, yeah had a had a reality tv show about themed vegas weddings so mandy and i and the whole wedding party we were all on this tv program and like the director mandy was like before they were getting ready for the wedding and then remember mandy said the director looked at her and was like oh well you know look in the mirror and say this and say that and do these things 
I'm sure that goes on all the oh, time right, right. in this stuff. Well, she That's... said they did different takes on just getting out of the car. I don't remember that, but yeah, that Mandy told me that. Okay, it was like you had to get out of the car a couple different times, different ways. They would shoot you from different angles. Okay, well, yeah, that makes that sense. kind of thing. So yeah, there's, I know there's... it's not like we said. What I would equate is scripted. You 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 probably clarified better as saying crafted. Yeah, this is not. You're not just not a day in the life. Mm-hmm. This is. It's, it's it's a production. Yes. So it's made to look at a certain way. Yeah. But in a lot of these shows, I brought, I mentioned Storage Wars, but there's always, also been accusations against Pawn Stars, and and I know there's a couple of there's. Well, a, I heard some of the accusations against Pawn Stars because they were like ripping people off. That and and uh, and inflation. They're they're inflating value of things that people bring in. Right. Uh, I Which saw would be detrimental to them because they'd have to pay out more. No, no, no. They. I, I think they're they're probably giving somebody X amount of dollars. And there was one episode I saw where they a guy goes in with a, a first pressing um Black Sabbath album. Uh-huh. And they're like, Oh, you know, they talk they, I don't even remember how much money they gave him for this this record. But they were like, Oh, well we're not well I don't I don't remember how much he wanted for it, let right. me say that. And they were like, well, we don't know. We're going to have to have it. They're big. Yeah, that's their Well, there's somebody inspect it and look at it. So they take it to this record dealer in Vegas. And uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, this goes for well over $1,000. Probably you can get twelve or $1,400 for this record. I'm like, Nate, what the fuck are you talking about? I can go on Discogs right now and buy the exact same record. It's a lot. But I can get it for 600 bucks on Discogs. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. They're in, that's how they're inflating. The well, value. and I guess the argument could be made because I've watched a lot of Pawn Stars, and, um, the, and they're not paying that guy that kind of money. They're not, and he's only giving auction-ish, like auction pricing. Like yeah. if it was in an auction, auctions are always going to be over overinflated mm-hmm. to a degree. Um, so that makes sense. But how it's again, it's how it's worded and how it's presented. Yeah. Is very different. House Hunters is another is another prime example. I think that was the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. So in House Hunters, they give them what three different options, right? Three different houses. Yep. You know that they have already bought that house. They've already bought one of those houses before production even starts. I did not know that. Yeah. I've only recently found that out. Yeah. And that's the same with Beach Hunters. All those shows I was mentioning at the beginning. There's one. They've already have one. They, all those shows are exactly the same. Yeah. Because they're, they're they have to be. There's no way. There's no difference in how they're presented, so there mm-hmm. shouldn't be any difference in how they're produced. Yeah. So, the one that gets me, and, and, and I don't know how it works because I'm not—I don't know the economics of it. I don't know the legalities of it, but it's property brothers. Uh-huh. One sells the property; the other one renovates it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that seem like slight a slight contra- conflict of interest? Not really, because okay. In what way? The 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 realtor brother. Can find a house that he knows is going to make this is going to cost this X amount of money, okay. which is being paid to the other brother to do the renovation. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that he would get these houses where he might know that because every time every episode there's always some hidden issue. Well, that's how there is in most home renovations. Yeah, but some of them cost like ten grand, yeah. and all that well, money yeah. goes to you know it's yeah. like I just I watch. Oh no, yeah, thinking, I, can, I can see that. You see where it, like. It's not. I'm not saying there's anything shady going on, 
But it does seem like a conflict of interest. You can look at a house and see. But then again, they're looking at like run, more run-down houses. You're generally going to have- And they're have, looking at budgets, specific budgets and stuff. But what but, I'm saying, though, is when you when you walk into a house and you know, okay, it, it's going to take us sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 to renovate this house- you know the house probably hasn't been taken care of, so right. those are the kind of houses you're going to run into those kind of issues with. Yeah. So maybe I just I just like I said I don't know I I not saying I'm not suggesting that anything shady goes on. It just seems like they're kind of making money off each other. Yeah. As well as making money off I, of the show. Yeah, I guess they're really just, you know it's it's kind of cyclical and and not necessarily sure if that would fall under ethical standards in some areas. I don't know. I, I mean, first off, they don't really have any kind of ethical standards they have to abide by, really. Well, as a realtor, they do, and as a con- contractor, they do, but not as show people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. I mean, on their on their professional levels outside of the show, because he has to be a licensed realtor and he has to be a licensed contractor. Yeah. So they have to be licensed, and there are regulations that that define. Actually, he doesn't have to be a licensed contractor. He doesn't. You can work under somebody else's license, but well, yeah. still, I'm but, sure. I'm sure. But there's, prob- there's I'm sure a he license. Probably is a yeah, license there's a license involved, and and for what it's worth, his work looks good as yeah. long as you know when you see him working, you know, yeah. you see what he's doing. Um, but like I said, I I just I question sometimes that that ethical gray area that I mm-hmm. think may exist there. I think another kind of big myth in the in those like renovation shows, and I've had conversations with people before. Um, you know, because I, I worked in the construction field off and on for you know twenty some years, and uh, I've heard people say, "Oh, well, you know, oh yeah, I can get that renovation done. It shouldn't take more than six or eight weeks." And they're doing it in seven uh, days. And I'm like, "No, no, in TV, in TV, it's taken a, a month, six weeks tops on right. some of those shows." Well, I uh, watched but, a few where they they, they have a seven day deadline. Yeah, see, that's bullshit. Yeah. You're you're not getting anything renovated in less than. A yeah. couple of months. Yeah. Property Brothers is generally seven days. Yeah, see, it's there's and that and that's why I'm saying I it, think. it creates I mean, one even, of their shows is seven. Even days, if it's seven not, days. anything less than a month is make believe. Okay, if you if you any kind of detailed renovation is going to cost you is going to take you way way longer than that. I yeah. mean, but uh, I don't know. So well, there's pe- like there's... so people see these TV shows, these reality shows. And, oh yeah, you can get that done in just uh, just a couple of weeks. Yeah. For seventy five cents and a cup of coffee, yeah, a cup of coffee. <laughs> I, I, hell, I'll do it for I'll do it for that. A pack of Lucky Strikes. <laughs> so, what was that episode of Married with Children? I don't remember the context of this statement, but it had something to do with going to school or you know first day of school or something like that. And Al Bundy was like, "I don't know what you're whining about. My mom was just." Light me up a lucky and send me off to school. <laughs> uh, and then the episode where they found out they had British ancestors. And the, I don't remember that the one. main guide, it was a weird episode. It was a two parter. Some was, of them were. Yeah. There was like supernatural stuff in it. And, and, but the, the tour guide who was supposed to be walking them around, his name was Winston. So Al kept referring to him as other brands of cigarettes. Oh, nice. Like he called him Pal Mal at one point, <laughs> called him Lucky Strike. <laughs> Uh, Marlboro, you know, all that kind of stuff. Benson and Hedges. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, funny stuff. I, um, I, that's another show I should go back and revisit 
as an adult. Yeah, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know if the joke, the humor, but some of the because I've watched like clips and as an adult, I'm like, how the fuck did they get away with no, that? Because yeah. they wouldn't get away with it now. No, there's no way in hell they would. Um, I've been watching that '70s show the last couple of weeks or month or so, and there's some of those episodes you're like, yeah, and that was like early 2000s. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago, but uh, a lot of it came from Red though, so it's like. You know, he's the old character. It's like, yeah. oh, you're just old. You don't know any no, better. No, some of us from the kids also, but. Well, yeah. There's some, like, uh, there's there's some. Hide, pretty, maybe. There's some pretty rough, like, gay cracks and. Well, there would have been in the 70s, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's I guess. The show wasn't made in the 70s, but. No, but it is representing the 70s. Yeah. And I guess if you want to be, you know, historically accurate. I guess. You know, you have to remember up until 1973, homosexuality was considered a mental, dis- yeah. mental disorder. So. The, um. I, that wasn't meant to be a, a showstopper. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, I was gonna—I was looking at a text real quick. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, real quick. I, I guess I was—I I, kind of wrap it all up saying, looking at it this way is, you know, I, I think unfortunately you now have to turn to if you want like higher quality entertainment, you're gonna have, have to, to pay for it. You're gonna have to turn away from like traditional networks yeah. and look at more things like netflix hulu even hbo has stuff disney plus is coming. disney plus is coming yeah. out amazon though i think that's where you're gonna the, Get the higher quality the shows. higher quality shows because eventually especially with people kind of cutting the cord and going to these like streaming services and things like that um i mean it's 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 not going to be a surprise to anyone that cable and satellite companies are are losing customers right so as a way to kind of fix their bottom line, I think they're going to go to, and they already have, gone to primarily reality-based TV programs. Well, because that's keeping them afloat. But I think at some point, and this is where you know capitalism works, the more competition you have, the higher quality you have to put out. Because you have but to compete. But that's not... They're not looking at it that way, though. They're looking at basically well, they're, just they will line. they will sink eventually. They, I mean, they have been right, and they it's they will continue a, to. It's been a ten year slow decline. Yeah. I mean, how Netflix is struggling, and their only competitor isn't even out yet. I mean, that's how competitive this market is. Yeah. Netflix is struggling with their with their market share because they know they're going to lose some of it to Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely. And Disney Plus is going full force against it. Yeah. So and it's the price point. And but you know, if you think about it, this I just just as a last point for my end and something to consider. One possible good thing about reality shows is it has forced scripting, scripted shows to improve. Yeah. I think. Cuz if you look at like 2008 when the writer strike happened, um reality shows took over everything cuz there wasn't any scripted shows. And the strike didn't last terribly long but it lasted long enough to shorten a lot of tv seasons which had to, that time slot those time slots had to be filled with cheap entertainment which was yeah. reality shows mm-hmm. once the strike was over in order to get that market back that's really when good television truly started i mean you would had some hits some some high quality stuff before that like the sopranos but think about it post 2008 what have we gotten I mean the the quality of television has improved. We are they keep saying we are now in the golden age of television. But and I think I think you have to offer up some credit to reality shows not intentionally, but through the nature of what they are and what they did, kind of forcing that 
that improvement, that that striving. I would say that we're in the real the the golden age of television, not because of the networks. No, I'm just saying in general it's, as a as a I quality think, level. I, I think, but I think the quality is there because there's so many options. There's so many different. So much ways. competition. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, fair enough, but think about it. If you're a scriptwriter in 2009. And you know that your job, even though the contracts are signed, in five years the contracts are going to be up again. And if they're going to be able to fill those slots with with cheap, non-scripted television that's going to sell, Mm -hmm. then your job is in in danger. It might force you to write better. It may force you to improve. I think the writing was there. But I think here's the thing. If you're a script writer and you go to NBC, NBC is going to look at that and be like, yeah, it's, it's not too expensive. It's, it's not our gig, or yeah, or it's it's not gonna fit into our budget. Right. So now you're able to go. You know what? Fine. Fuck you. I'm gonna go take it to Hulu. Right. They'll, they'll give me the money. Yeah. Or I'll take it to Netflix. They'll give me the money. Go to Netflix. They'll give me double the money. Exactly. For. Or I, you, hell, you can even go to yeah. YouTube and and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different avenues for good quality writers to get their content made and, and distributed. And I think that's why we're at kind of the golden Yeah, I mean, age. you might be right. I just, because I, I notice an improvement in, in the quality of shows, just network, just even looking at network shows. Things seem to get better mm-hmm. after the strike. And I think I yeah. always assumed it had to do with that level of competition because there were, there were talk, there was talk of people saying, you know, the day of scripted television is over. Because the reality shows are just it kind of, making so much money. Yeah. And it, it kind of was for a little while there. But that's when the quality started to improve, at least just on the network level. Because you're, you're, we're getting shows now that, I mean, that, not necessarily the ones that, that shows that I like, but they're shows that would never, you never would have seen them back in the early 2000s no. or, look at a show, or 90s even. Look at a show like Atlanta. Right. Do you think Atlanta would have gotten made 15, 10, 15 years ago? Absolutely no. not. And that's technically a network show. It is, uh, it's on FX. Right. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean, it's a cable network, but it's a network nevertheless. Yeah. But it's not like a traditional network. No. It's not one of the big, what, four. Yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, all those cable networks, they're networks by nature now. Yeah. They've all become the same thing. Yeah. So uh, just because they don't have a local affiliate doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. But um, yeah, you're right, though. Atlanta, Atlanta would never have. It was even. I don't even think you could have gotten away with that level of type of writing, that kind of no design on a network show, on a network before you know. And I think, and it, it just maybe in a small amount, and it, it might have just been something minimal. But I think to some degree, you have to thank reality television for maybe pushing that level up. Maybe having, you know. Okay. You know, just to compete. You know, and I mean, we're pointing out that having the choice is competing and that creating competition, which is incre- increasing quality. But yeah. I think the less quality, the 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 cheaper option mm-hmm. is a co- is a competition too. You yeah. know, but I think a lot of those services, you know, Netflix, whoever it is, I, I think that they've pump, they pumped a lot of money into their scripted programs as an alternative to the reality trash yeah. that is basically although they're guilty of some television. of that reality stuff too yeah not a whole lot though yeah. i mean netflix more than the others i think why is that i mean well they they do have some of their own stuff yeah but. they have well they and they have some pretty weird stuff on there um they have the there's a vegan documentary on there that is like i haven't watched it all but it's 
Documentaries don't really it's fall one of those, it's one of reality those, TV, but no, but it 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 in a sense, you know. I mean, not in, in a broad sense, but in yeah. a sense. Um, and it's just like it's like it's if you're a vegan, you won't like it. Oh, really? It's yeah, because it 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 makes vegans out to be like crazy. But it's a vegan they, doing the video. Or the, kind the of movie. are, but <laughs> well, I agree, I agree. But um, but you know, basically saying that meat causes cancer, eating an egg is worse than smoking. Yeah. These are things that are said in this fucking movie. That's weird. Yeah, that's why I couldn't finish it. <laughs> I didn't make it all the way through. I heard, I heard an egg is worse than a cigarette. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, I'm done because it's not. So, but anyway. I don't know. It's I don't really see anything changing. Anything no, soon. no. That's for damn well, sure. I think there's a balance now, and I think it has to do with the fact that we have so much choice. Yeah, there's there's a fine balance. There was a time where there was way more reality shows than there were scripted shows. Um, now it's not. You you have and, options. Yeah, and, you know? and networks have tried to put more money into some of their scripted, scripted stuff. Yeah, shows. Absolutely. Um, but I don't really see anything changing anytime soon. Whenever there's going to be such a large disparity between what it costs to make a reality an unscripted tv program television program and what it costs to make a scripted program their networks are there's always going to be a room the, for the the, the the networks aren't interested in, in entertaining you they're interested in making money right so they know they can spend something that's gonna be a fraction of what it costs to make something else to increase their bottom line they're, yeah they're always going to go to that yeah and i'm, I'm not gonna be the cheapest option. i don't think reality television is going anywhere anytime soon no it, you know and it may maybe never it may never go anywhere but the bachelor is still people still talk about it oh, yeah you know Par- uh bachelor in paradise is another one that's on i guess Sure. I don't not? know what the, I saw it advertised the other day. I was like, it's a group orgy. Essentially, that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it, yeah, it's sex. That's well, that's what a lot of it is. Which is fine, but you know, maybe show a tit here and there. You know, for the women, <laughs> for the women in the gay guys, show a dick here. Show there. a little tip. Yeah, you know, tit and tip. Instead of it just being like the idea that sex is going on, and then a bunch of people fucking crying about it for two yeah. hours. So anyway. That's just my that's my take on on those shows. There was I don't remember what show I think it was a Bachelor or Bachelorette. It was one of those shows. Oh, it might have been that ah shit. Maybe been that Joe Millionaire show. Either I'm one of those reality dating shows. They like one they they is the main person and then one of the contestants. They like go off into the woods and you just like hear like a slurping noise. Oh, and they, they showed it on TV. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, there's a. They're not leaving anything the imagination there. No. Someone's trying to win. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he comes out. We got a new leader. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's terrible. Well, um, one of the year, I think it's the European version of Big Brother. They show nudity. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah, because I mean, More it's everything. They, they, it's all you know. Every, every room has a camera in it, yeah. so. They do show nudity, and they've actually shown sex scenes, but they're under covers. Yeah. So, you know, for what it's worth, they've do, they do that on like uh, on real world too. Oh, yeah, they would. Like, you under, you could tell. Yeah. You could tell things were going on. Yeah. But, anyway. I, don't, I mean, that's all I got though. I don't have anything yeah. else really add. If Mandy had been on the show, I think we would have had maybe another twenty thirty minutes of, of conversation because she could really <laughs> fill us in on the, the deep dark. Or the, at least the depth of yes. the quality of the reality shows. My, my wife does love her. She does. Reality well, TV. maybe she could have answered the one question that, I've, that we've both been asking: is what is the appeal? 
I mean, yeah. really knowing that it is, especially having experienced it, knowing how crafted it is, why does it still appeal? To yeah, you know, it's a good be, question. Be a good question. I'll have mm-hmm. to ask her off the off air, but yeah. we'll see. All right, man. Well, you got anything else to add? No. No, that's it. All right. Do you, Do you think podcasting is reality based, like <sighs> entertainment? It's more reality than reality TV is. True, but because I'm kind of the same person if I'm on here or if I'm yeah, me anywhere too, else. For the most part, I'm probably. I don't know. I don't think I'm any different, am I? No, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I you you know me. So. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So your answer is no. Okay, but do you, uh, I mean, you don't think it might be a byproduct of that? Maybe, maybe to a certain extent. Very small, yeah. small, small degree. Okay, fair enough. It just, it just occurred to me as we were getting ready to sign off. There's like, I wonder if this is something there. I think it's more so a byproduct of talk radio than right than reality Which, TV. For the vast majority of our life, talk radio has like been the complete underbelly of entertainment. Yeah. And now everyone's got a podcast. Pretty much. <laughs> so, oh, one of our coworkers might be talking to you because him and his fiance want to start a podcast. Oh yeah, what about? I don't remember what he said. I don't. I don't. Maybe he didn't say because he asked. He asked what ours was about and said everything and anything. Huh. That's interesting. He said, he said his fiance were talking I, about. I'm always it. open to yeah. If if you're interested in starting a podcast, I can definitely. Yeah, I mean, I told him to talk to you. So yeah. All right, well, uh, any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at lifeandgelpodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz and leave us some five-star five star reviews. Six stars, six stars. I can't say it. It's out of order. <laughs> <laughs> six stars if, if for Ian. Yes. Um, all right, man, well, that's all I got. Yep. Talk to y'all later. Peace. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it Only real niggas reside around me Yo, lady, drop a card around me Dip like I know you can, bitch Show me the rust like we in the ring Got you some cobras, you wanna hang Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic You know I won't lie You know that I ain't for that fuck shit You niggas alright But I'm way better and she love it Know that y'all sick as fuck Here go this tissue, bro We taking the dub Hoping you get you some This here like a pick-me-up She taking my drugs Know they see the sign That's some dollar sign Know they sick as fuck now they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Now you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the car, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye. Niggas sick as fuck. Standing with niggas. Who down for that party? Who down for some bitches who showing their bodies? Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. These bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. Hey.